Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with the Enrichment Academy, which is gearing up for its fall semester. For those who don't know, the Village's Recreation and Parks Department runs the Enrichment Academy so residents can learn about new things without the pressures of grades or tests, just learning for the sake of learning. They offer classes on everything from art to yoga to history, almost anything you can think of. Obviously, things have changed because of COVID and they don't have as many classes and the classes are smaller, but they still are offering this great way to expand your horizons. Registration began Friday for Village's residents and begins today, that's Monday, for the general public. So you don't even have to be a Village's resident to take advantage of these great learning opportunities. If you're curious and want to see what they offer, you can pick up a course catalog at any recreation center or find it online at districtgov.org under the Recreation tab. The new semester begins October 1st, but not all classes start that day. They have starting dates throughout the semester, which runs through March 31st. So check it out, and I bet you're bound to find something interesting that you've always wanted to learn about or try. Holly, something we've all been learning about is how to put a giant bridge over a major roadway, because we've been watching the villages do it for the last few months. So far, three multimodal bridges have been constructed and put up around the community to make sure anyone who lives here can get to any part of the villages by golf cart. And a fourth bridge is planned that will not just be for multimodal traffic, but for automobile traffic as well. The Chitty Chatty Bridge is set to be the first one to open to the public sometime later this month. The Villages is having a chance drawing to choose who will be the first to cross the bridge. And so far, more than a thousand people have entered. If you want to enter, it's easy. You just go to thevillages.com and tell them what you love about living here. That should be easy enough, right? Then keep an eye out on the Villages Daily Sun for the latest on when the bridge will open and who will be the first to cross in their golf cart. Jill, the Villages knows that getting around by golf cart is a way of life here. And with that comes our famous golf cart parades. Of course, the Villages hasn't been able to host a big parade since COVID started. But a few smaller ones have popped up here and there. And a fun one is planned for tomorrow evening. Our local Clown Alley 179 is planning to ride around Paddock Square in Brownwood starting around 6 p.m. Tuesday. So they held two of these parades in August and it was only about two dozen carts. But they had so much fun, they're going to do it again. They dress up, of course, and decorate their carts and just drive around and bring smiles to people's faces. Then they're going to head over to Sumter Senior Living and put on a flash mob performance of YMCA for the residents there. Outside, of course. Jill, it's nice that the clowns are still trying to find ways to bring people some joy during this time. Holly, residents are all about giving to and doing for others. If you get our newspaper, you see stories every day about people and groups volunteering, giving money to causes, and helping in many other ways. Toys for Tots is always a big deal around here, and this year's Benefit Golf Tournament is happening this Saturday, with tea time starting bright and early at 7.30 a.m. at Havana Country Club. This event is hosted by our local Colonel Philip C. DeLong Detachment 1267 of the Marine Corps League in the Villages. The tournament is full, which is good news for the thousands of kids who will now receive a gift this Christmas. And Jill, also on Saturday, the DeSoto for Nonprofits group is planning a collection for Leesburg Elementary School. The neighborhood is asking people to drop off crayons, markers, and pencils between 1 and 5 p.m. Saturday at Edna's on the Green, which is the beverage pavilion in the village of Marsh Bend. 
Donors will receive a 10% discount card for the Edna's Provisions and Vittles food truck, and you can stay and listen to music if you want. The wish list also includes gift cards for Walmart and Target if you want to bring those instead. Holly, another important fundraising event is happening this weekend, and that's the Orchid Gala, hosted by Villagers for Veterans. Instead of canceling the event this year, founder Marie Bogdanoff moved it outdoors. The luau-themed event will be happening from 6 to 9 p.m. Sunday in the Breezeway at Bell Glade Country Club. This is the sixth annual Orchid Gala, and the money raised will go toward the all-women honor flight that was originally planned for 2021. But of course, now we'll have to wait and see when it will actually happen. But it will happen at some point, and this is one of the major fundraisers. Jill, this next event I'm going to talk about isn't an official fundraiser, but this group will never turn away a donation. The Wild Horse Rescue Center is having an open house from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. The purpose of this event is to mark the group's first anniversary at its current property in the tiny town of Webster, which is on the way to Bushnell in South Sumter County. Jill, I have to be honest, I just found out about this place in the last couple weeks, but it sounds amazing. It's a nonprofit dedicated to the welfare, rescue, and preservation of wild Mustangs. If that sounds interesting, you should attend this event because they will have tours of the facility, live demonstrations with the horses, games, and hay rides. Apparently, some of our residents already know about this place because one of our quilting groups just gave the founder her own quilt last week. But I'm willing to bet many others haven't heard about it yet. So make plans to go check it out this weekend and maybe support the cause. Holly, here's a weekend event for all the stargazers out there. The Fruitland Park Astronomy Group will meet at 8 p.m. Saturday at the soccer field at the corner of Shiloh Street and Dixie Avenue. This is right off U.S. Highway 27441, and they are inviting people of all ages to come and peer through their telescopes or to bring their own if they have one. This group is planning to have their meetings on the third Saturday of each month, so if you're interested in the night sky, you should mark your calendar and join them. And Jill, this place isn't having a weekend event, but they hope to start having some in the future now that they are back open and better than ever. Dragonflower Winery in Summerfield had to shut down like all the other bars and wineries that don't have food. And even though they were offering curbside pickup of their wines, it's been a rough road. Those days are over, though, since they recently got a food license. So now they are able to open back up at 50% capacity, and they're offering small food plates and appetizers to go along with their wines. Owners Maggie and Dean Gunter are even hiring employees to help them with this new venture. And they hope to have live music and events again soon. Holly Live events are hard to come by, but they seem to be slowly coming back with caution, of course. Some of the performers that are mostly known for being on the squares or giving their talents to local fundraisers have been performing outside at local country clubs. Petrina is a favorite resident entertainer, and she can be found at the Belglade Country Club from 5 to 8 p.m. Tuesday, and then at Havana Country Club from 5 to 8 p.m. Thursday and September 29th. And over at Belglade Country Club, several groups are scheduled to perform in the Breezeway this month. Billy Buchanan will perform Friday, the Rockin' Relics Band will perform Saturday, and Mark Rach will perform September 26th. All those performances will be from 5 to 8 p.m. Jill, members of the Village's Musical Theater are tiptoeing back into having live auditions for their spring musical, which is Beauty and the Beast, this year. Auditions are tentatively scheduled for 6 p.m. September 21st at Coconut Cove Recreation Center and 6 p.m. September 24th at Paradise Recreation Center. Then callbacks are slated for 9 a.m. September 25th at Canal Street Recreation Center. With everything going on, the dates are subject to change, of course, so keep an eye on your Daily Sun for any updates on that. 
Holly, the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center and the Studio Theater Tierra del Sol aren't ready to bring patrons back into the theaters yet. Right now, the first live show on the schedule is Pipeline, opening in November. But in the meantime, they have plenty of virtual events to keep people entertained. This Friday, you can jump on Facebook or YouTube and attempt to solve the mystery of the death of Cosmo St. Charles, a renowned archaeologist, an academic who dies during a dinner party, hosted for a group of interesting characters. It's part of Nicole Zimmerer's Cosmo St. Charles is Dead and Someone in This Room Killed Him. A comedic murder mystery being produced by professionals at the Studio Theater Tierra del Sol as part of the venue's virtual play rating series. This show is different than previous shows in the virtual series so far because it has some costuming and some sound effects that really will bring it to life. The professional actors who perform in these virtual shows for the Sharon in the Studio are located all over the country. So they have found this new format exciting and challenging. They say this show has lots of surprises and silliness, and the best part is it's free. So go to the studio's Facebook page or the Village's Entertainment's YouTube page at 1 p.m. Friday to check it out. You can also find free streams of past shows at thevillagesentertainment.com under the Events tab. And Jill, the Sharon and the studio just announced another new virtual offering. It's called Snack-Sized Plays, and they are describing it as a bite-sized digital experience. So maybe some of you out there haven't tried watching any of the virtual offerings from the Sharon and the studio yet. This will be a great way to get an introduction to what they're doing. These virtual play readings are going to be 10 minutes long. Yep, that's it, a whole play in 10 minutes, with a new one each week. Starting next Friday, September 25th, if you go to thesharonstudio.com, you'll find all the titles they have planned so far, and they even give you a suggested snack pairing to go with it. I checked out the list, and they all sound pretty spicy, so be warned, these are for adults only. So go to the website and check it out. And Holly, they are also still offering their full-length virtual stage play readings, where the actors are reading the scripts but with minimal costuming and sets for a little bit more of that live theater experience. The next show is Deborah, and it also will begin streaming September 25th, with two more shows on October 2nd and October 9th. This show is about Deborah Sampson, who dressed as a man so she could fight in the Revolutionary War. So that sounds pretty interesting. Tickets are $10 each, and you can find them at thevillagesentertainment.com. Jill, some artists at the Villages High School are using a different skill set right now to make masks for the UF Health The Villages Hospital Auxiliary Foundation. Art teacher Jordan Linhart said she was thinking of lesson plans that would not require students to share supplies like they had in the past. Then a student suggested making masks. So that became the first art project of this school year, even though most students had never sewn before. She said she expects to donate at least 250 cloth masks to the foundation by September 15th, and then start her freshman art classes on the project to make and donate more. Students also may keep their masks to wear themselves or to give to friends and family. Most are making multiple masks to keep and share. If they also make them at home, they can earn community service hours that help them get college scholarships. So this is pretty much a win-win project all the way around. That's a great example, Holly, of how the Villages Charter School is instilling the spirit of community service in students, which will make them better people. Also at the high school, it's fall sports season, and the Buffalo football team had their first game of the season last Friday night at the range. They don't have a game scheduled for this Friday, but they will be back at home on September 25th to face Eustis. The cross-country team will host the annual Buffalo Invitational on Saturday at the Villages Polo Club. 
The other fall sports are bowling, swimming, golf, and volleyball. They are allowing spectators at home events with social distancing protocols in place, so if you're interested in attending, you can go to tvcs.org, click on the high school tab, and find those schedules under athletics. Jill, I always like to wrap up the podcast with an interesting story, and this week it's about animals, which is a subject pretty much everyone loves. There is a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel Club in the villages, specifically for owners of this breed of dog. These dogs are so cute. They have the long, silky fur and these long ears and the cutest little faces. The group gathers about once a month for group walks around Lake Sumter Landing. So you can only imagine people's reactions when they see not just one of these dogs, but like 20 or more of them all together. The club president, Kimberly Foreman, says they can't even walk 20 feet without having to stop so people can pet and admire the dogs. She calls them flash mob walkabouts because you never know when they'll pop up. I sure hope I'm out there one day when it happens because that sounds adorable. But you have to get up early because they go out in the mornings so the dogs don't get too hot. Kimberly says they are thinking about going to Brownwood Paddock Square in October, but she won't say when, so you'll just have to hope you catch them. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.